0: At Manage Comics, coming to you from a secret underground lair, these dedicated heroes discuss the business of comics, industry news, comic book retail issues, and the latest developments from Manage Comics. They are promoters of comics, champions of small business, and four-color heroes. They are the Manage Comics team. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Thursday, February 29th. I'm Brian, and you are here at Meanwhile at Managed Comics. Look at all the people. We've got Christina Strong. We've got Andrea at Books with Pictures. Oh, Christina again. Craig's here. We've got Danica. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. So you are here for a little Comics Pro recap, and we're going to do a uh, giveaway at the end of this exciting time so let's uh jump right into it look at batman is sneaking out of my, my my shirt here crazy guy let's jump right into our comics pro uh recap and i think i'm gonna make my little face go away for a second here while we while we do this um so comics pro was last week february 22nd to 24th i got in like wednesday morning and i left i actually left monday um we had an extra day to kind of Regroup and some of us made some plans, and yeah, it was a good time. Second year in a row in Pittsburgh. Rumor, well, I shouldn't say where it is next year, but rumor has it it's gonna be somewhere warmer. Though Pittsburgh was lovely, it was really, really nice. It was like uh 12 Celsius, which I don't even know what that is in in American, but it was uh yeah, it was a lovely, uh, lovely time. Just I'm just gonna try something here. It says that they're having a problem pushing this to Facebook, but I see it on Facebook. So I think it's, no, it's, it's having a problem. Well, can't solve that now. Um, yeah, we met a ton of amazing retailers. Uh, we launched the Comet standard. It was, it was really, really great. Christina says maybe closer to us down here in the South. And Andrea says it was lovely and warm. Yeah, it was about the same temperature as it was last year. So it was pretty great. Uh, Day zero, we had a chance to get in. So that was on the Wednesday. There's an informal brewery tour that's uh, hosted by uh, Todd from uh, new dimension comics. It was really, really great. We got to, got to hit like six or seven breweries. Um, And you know, there's comic shops along the way that you can kind of duck into. So there may or may not have been a couple comic shop duckings, um, and then there's an opening night reception, which is just a great chance to get to hang out with everyone. And uh, yeah, Danica says she switched to Facebook from Facebook to YouTube because it wasn't curing up. Yeah, I don't know how to solve it. It's just telling me we are attempting to contact Facebook, and it's not doing it. On day one, there were a ton of presentations uh presentations from diamond distillery first second boom rocket ship entertainment magma comic hub prh distribution marvel games and comics for ukraine cb4 kids lunar distribution dc comics ghost machine and the experience uh just a ton of of really great presentations plus there were was a vendor hall so we had i think a total of three or four hours in a vendor hall where we were able to set up, like you can see my little uh, managed comics set up there. And we were able to demonstrate managed comics to a bunch of folks uh, real quick, but there was some really cool news that came out of day one. Um, Philip from boom said that boom, that the industry needs new IPs and new franchises. It can't run off of exclusively Batman and Superman. And he said, that boom is at the forefront of that with stuff like berserker and something is killing the children. Uh, he introduced man's best, which I know I had like heard of before, but I hadn't, I don't know why, but it hadn't really grokked for me. And I got to see the, uh, Ashcan at comics pro and it's amazing. Like I think this is going to be one of the, the hits of the year. It has kind of, it's reminiscent of we three without being, hyper violent like that. Um, and it looks really, really cool. I think it'll do really well. Uh, Armory Wars from Coheden and Cambria's uh, guitarist who also did like a little con uh, concert on, I think it was Thursday night. And they've got a bunch of new stuff that looks really good. Boom's always killing it. They're always doing really well. So it was, uh, it was great to see them, you know, showing some of their, their up and coming stuff. Um, Marvel, had a big presence at the show and they talked a lot about blood hunt and they've got this red band version. They were showing off kind of what the gore looks like underneath the red band. It's not for me, but I get that there's folks out there that are interested in it. There's a huge nerd discussion about, is this creating alternate realities where a dude is cut in half in the red band, but he's not cut in half in the regular I think that kind of nerdy stuff is so funny, um, and I love it. And Marvel really emphasized that they want to kind of move the price back to three ninety nine. So they've heard a lot of people complain about the pricing, and so they're trying to trying to kind of hold the line at three ninety nine. Um, there was a hilarious Reddit comment the other day from somebody that was like, "Yeah, remember when DC said they were going to hold the line at?" $2.99 and I just piped in and said yeah that was 13 years ago and the number of people that were like it couldn't have been that long ago really was it really yeah it was 2011 that they announced holding the line at $2.99 so uh, yeah I think three ninety nine dollars is probably a fair price um, what I, kind of boggles my mind is always like when two books with the exact same page count and everything will be two dollars different in price and yeah it's but i think they're they're recognizing that this is this is definitely there's price fatigue among consumers so they are recognizing it and uh and doing something about it speaking of doing something about it dc was so excited to announce that wednesday comics were back and a bunch of us joked that they should have actually ended that their presentation with that and just dropped the mic and walked off because i've never heard such a massive ovation and then they announced that they were going to return their focs to mondays as well which got another round of applause uh sunday focs in my opinion are terrible i hate them because i hate getting support requests on sundays for stuff that's like often we can't do anything about it i can't contact lunar or marvel to say hey You guys, your data's wrong. Can we get some clarification? Because none of them are around till Monday. So at least on Mondays, we've got some support here. Uh, Billy Flake is here, and he says, FOC Sunday is the worst. Um, So DC also announced the Absolute Power event, uh, which will start with the FC Free Comic Book Day special in May. Um, It's the big event from Mark Wade. I think Dan Moore is on the first issue, but I'm not positive. Um, so yeah, this should be, should be cool. Looking forward to that. Day two had even more presentations. We had Evans art vault comics, IDW publishing comics, pro dynamite scholastic first comics, mad cave. Oh my God. First comics was so funny. Uh, the dude that uh, I forget his name. He's one of the OG founders though, but he was so funny and, the lady who now does, I forget her name. It just totally escapes me. She does like kind of the kids, kids line. Kept on giving him the, uh, I, you can't really see my neck, but she was giving him the cut, cut, cut sign. So yeah, it was really funny, but his he was just like unvarnished and kind of hilarious. Um, Mad cave, paper cuts, one press, I think that should say Oni Press, but I believe that my spell check fixed it for me. Thanks, spell check. PRH Publishing and Rebellion. And then Comics Pro also celebrated their charter members. So stores, all these stores have been around in Comics Pro for 20 plus years, which was pretty cool. Uh, we got a couple a couple comments here. Let's, uh, let's take a look at the comments. We got Books with Pictures says... Uh, I'll read pretty much anything from either of the man's best creators. Yeah. Porn is great. And I, James, I can't remember the other dude's name. He's amazing though. His art is gorgeous. And then uh, I believe that's the hands up, applaud, hands up, applaud. So everybody do that. Variant edition says, sure. You can price comics, a comic at 99 but you got to add more pages. People need more for their dollars. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I don't understand why, Two 32-page comics are three ninety nine, dollars 99 dollars and 5 dollars doesn't make any sense right now. Marvel says holding at three ninety nine, dollars but literally half their titles are $4.99. I know. I know. Well, so Dan Buckley committed to moving a lot more titles to three ninety nine, dollars so that was pretty good. And those things, number 57, I wanted to recommend adding barcodes in the window. That's not... That's, that's for later. We'll talk about that later. We'll take questions later um, after I do uh, the managed comic stuff. And that would be a great time to kind of take suggestions and things like that. And finally, Lunatech comics says, Hey, happy to be here. Happy to have you. Um, getting back to our slides. Let's see. That was day two. Day two also had, um, Big news from Dynamite they announced that they had 180,000 copies of Thundercats number one uh, went to press, and that number two has orders of 82,000 copies, which is pretty impressive, uh, especially in this day and age with the uh, kind of print numbers being the way they are. We also gave away an iPad at the show, so the grand prize winner was Lynn Treat of Comics Adventure in Milwaukee, Oregon. And we did three hours of roundtables and saw like 70 70 plus vendors, which was great. Um, We managed comics, did our own presentation, and then we announced the Comet standard. And I'll go into that a little bit more in a bit. Uh, It's 108 fields created and vetted by 90 plus industry members, distributors, publishers, software vendors, and retailers, and more. Uh, It was a really amazing kind of cross cross, uh, industry thing that happened and i'm really really happy about how what happened there but i'm going to go into kind of depth on that in a little bit then on day three uh, so day three was the saturday at that point it felt like you were on the moon because we had been in low gravity orbit for four days Um, i kept hanging out with west coasters who it turns out they they like go to bed three hours later than me and they just kept keeping me awake until Four o'clock in the morning. Foolish West Coasters. Uh, next year I'm gonna only hang out with East Coasters, so keep that in mind, folks. Um, the presentations on Saturday were from Saturday a.m. Square Enix, Viz Media, Kadansha, USA, and Yen Press. Um, we also visited with more than 70 more retailers over the three hours that were on day three uh for roundtables. Roundtables are the best thing because they're they're 10 minutes long. We get to talk to the like four people usually at a time. Uh, and we just talk about, well, I've got a kind of a spiel about managed comics, but I also ask them about their stores. And if there's a managed comic store at the table, usually I don't have to say anything because the, the stores will sell uh, the service on their own. So that's pretty great. <laughs> Craig says West coasters know how to party. Volcano green, lava orange. I think your your uh, your emoji are are broken, Craig. All right, uh, moving along. They announced the new comics pro board, which which was elected. So Joe Murray is the new president. Um, Jen Haynes is the VP and the outreach director. She was the former president. It- Itan manhoff is now the promotions director uh, sienna fallon who's a new member to the board is the education director Mo- moira banks is the membership director special projects is katie pride and she's going to be really really spearheading comet in the next year and programs and events director is mark bowker then we went on a comic shop tour that's dan from Southside side comics there uh, he's a managed comics customer so we saw pittsburgh comics outside and phantom of the attic and there were three totally different comic shops and and very cool um i think i'm gonna have dan on here at some point we'll talk about his shop he does an amazing job doing online sales as well as offline sales so his his stuff has to be all synced up really really well he's got like he's got a good size shop in the front and then he's got almost the same size in the back of for shipping and everything so yeah, it's it's a very cool uh, operation, and he's uh, he's doing a great great job with it. And then um, Phantom of the Attic is a really cool kind of second floor uh, shop that has a really weird Trump loyal kind of thing where you look down. And it looks like there's a mirror, but it's actually like literally double the space in this one area, and it just. It was a weird space where you like walk in and you're like, oh, it's not very big. And then you turn around a corner and there's like an entire other store. And you turn around another corner and there's an entire another store. It was so cool. It was such a great use of space. And it was such an interesting space. It was really neat. I I like that place a lot. Uh, I also found a Starman action figure, which I haven't seen in years and scooped it up. We are now also part of the Comics Pro Advisory Council. Um, so Manage Comics joined the advisory council along with 15 other publishers, distributors, point of sale, although I'm trying to convince them to say the word software vendors, uh, and Comics Pro board members, and we'll work with them to address concerns in the industry. I think that's all my slides, eh? Yeah. Yeah, there I am. I'm back. All right, let's see. I, I missed this up, a couple things. Yeah. All FOCs from DC. So there's still going to be some diamond. If you're doing orders with diamond for stuff that they get from Penguin Random House, those will still be on it on Sundays. But as of July, and I don't know whether that's July shipping or if it's July like calendar. I know July calendar, all comics move to Wednesdays. I feel like the FOCs will start to move off of Sundays in June. So hopefully we'll get our Sundays back. Uh yes, DC going to Wednesday and Monday FOC. Nice. Excellent. Um moving along. No, no no worries, don't worry about it at all. That's uh it's part of the joys of as you said, I'm working the shop at the same time. No worries at all. Um I think I think I'm going to go comet next. I and mean, we're going to talk a little bit about the comet standard. Um <clears throat> What it is, why it's important, and what my plans are for the Comet standard, standard, he said, nefariously? Mwaha. So the first part about it was just kind of the process and collaboration around it. I'm actually going to pull up the slide deck if you can just bear with me for 13 seconds. We did everything interesting in the notes. So um, without the notes, it's kind of hard for me to there we go. Yeah, now I can. Makes more sense. So, last year in February 2023, at the Comics Pro meeting, uh, Katie Pride announced that she and several other retailers and comics professionals had been meeting privately about data concerns for the past year, would be putting together a committee of stakeholders across the industry. So, we had about 90 different stakeholders involved, and those included distributors, publishers retailers uh software developers like me um point of sale developers all those folks so there were like diamond lunar penguin random house all had people at it universal uh, distribution had somebody at it um marvel dc the book industry study group had a person there named brian there's there's like 17 brian's involved in this um my comic shop uh, comic shop assistant, DC comics, all those folks were involved, Graham cracker comics. So big and small retailers as well. Uh, and it was a huge, huge, uh, initiative that took us the better part of a year to get through. Um, and we, you know, collaborated, talked and discussed everything. Uh, and the end result of that was the white paper, Uh, The white paper is 19 pages long, but it's got a bunch of supplemental pages, like uh, 108-page data breakdown. We have an Excel file that's attached to it as well that shows you all the fields and everything. So it ends up being 108 uh, fields that we've identified. And I'll explain a little bit about what those fields are in a couple seconds. This kind of all started because in the old days, uh, Diamond was kind of the default standard for everything. Uh, I didn't move my slide forward. Um, So Diamond in like 97, when the world changed and they became kind of the sole distributor, they developed the uh, master data file, which was a little bit pre kind of customers needing it. Um, in 2007, they created Comic Suite and Previews World. And around that time, they adopted the 17-digit well, um, UPC codes that we're familiar with today. So that's, that's kind of how data was from 97 until 2020. And then in 2020, we had our distributor breakup. Uh, UCS and Lunar started and all three companies were doing things entirely different. Um, UCS and Lunar had different formats compared to Diamond, different formats among themselves. They were using different things for series code. So Lunar ended up starting to use uh, DC's family codes as series codes. That's why Titans would have like four different series within the Titans family. And And if you go to the DC Unlimited app today, you'll see that Titans and Beast Wars and uh, Night Terrors are all under the Titan series. So it's kind of an internal thing. And it turns out Diamond was providing and creating a lot of the data that nobody really knew. So things like issue sequence number, which determines the sequence that a a cover comes in. Um, Things like, oh, they were creating variant uh, names for different variants. things like series codes series codes weren't something that a a publisher would create they were something that diamond would create for them so kind of making all that stuff standardized again i guess and and like creating standards for all that is is what we've worked on for the last year uh, and a lot more um so yeah now that there isn't kind of a de facto standard and i mean the distributors are in a weird position where they can't really be cops because if you're, if they're like, the publishers are kind of their customers. So if they say, no, we won't carry this unless you abide by these rules, unless all the distributors are saying the same things and there's probably tricky things with like, you know, competition rules and stuff like that. But unless they're all saying the same stuff, the publishers can kind of get away with whatever they want. So having the publishers commit to this as well as the distributors and the retailers is a huge thing. So, um, cause better data means that we can sell more stuff. Um, yeah. So that takes us kind of to today where we've got, you know, three different files that come in three vastly different formats and that we have to ingest into one kind of thing. And, reformat on our own. And one of the things I don't particularly like about doing that is that I, Brian Garside, am making editorial decisions and distinctions on files and information that I don't feel I should be. Um, I will, happily, because it has to get done. But I don't think I should be creating storylines, for example. I think that storylines should be something that the distributors should create for us because I could add stuff to a storyline that might not be there and likewise I could drop stuff out of a storyline that that shouldn't be there. Um, So we want to kind of get more and more of this information to or from I should say the actual distributor so that's that's where some of that comes from. In 2022 when Penguin Random House came on board we realized that There was a better, not necessarily better, but there was a more formal way of doing this. Um, Penguin Random House came in with a lot of really great predefined fields that we hadn't seen before. And so we started kind of revisiting the whole thing uh, with multiple data sources, having different data shared about the same individual item. Um, We also started noticing that the data was drifting between different distributors. So penguin random heist might have really, really good data on one thing, but diamond had better data on another thing. And we get into this weird thing where we have to overwrite data based on who has kind of the most current data and it's not always right. So we need a way to get the same data from everyone all the time. That sounds really exciting, doesn't it? But it is. And here's why I'm going to try and do this without taking myself away. So I talked, uh, it'd be better if it was just my face. I talked a little bit about this. Um, there's three different types of uh, costs for bad data. There's increased labor costs, there's loss of sales, and there's improper retail ordering. (coughs) So let's talk first of all about retail or increased labor costs. Um, We track our time within Managed Comics. So I know how much time I'm spending on any given task and I know how much my people are spending. So I ran a quick report that said over a 12 month period uh, from 2022 to 2023, how much time were we spending cleaning up data? And the result I got was an hourly number. I multiplied that hourly number by how much I'm paying people, and it cost us $76,000. So in the room, I had everyone who deals with data hold up their hand, right? And there was, I would say, half of the audience held up their hands. So I conservatively, I'd say there was 80 people. Now, if it's costing me that much money, and remember, I have a fairly sophisticated system that does a bunch of pre checks on things. But let's just say that it costs $76,000 for me. We multiply that by, let's say, 50 stores. That is $3.8 million that's costing the industry in labor costs, um, which honestly, that should be fixed right at the root. Like that, that should not even be happening. We might spend, you know, five hours finicking around with things to make it fit a way that we want it to fit. Like, let's say that we want, I don't know, TPB to always read trade paperback, something silly like that. But that shouldn't be costing us $76,000 a year. Loss of sales is another thing. Um, Bad data causes a loss of sales either through customers not getting enough information through the retailers not having the information to make an informed decision um, and various other things that result in the sale itself uh, being lost. Improper retail ordering. So mismatch codes can cause retailers to under or over order on individual items. Uh, For example, the same number of an oversized $50 hardcover as they would for the regular issue, which we've actually seen. and helped retailers, you know, resolve. Um, There's all kinds of stuff like that. So there's definitely costs to these uh, bad data. Uh, So this is where the Comet Standard comes in. And the Comet Standard is a way to help ensure information given to software vendors and shops is clean, consistent, true, and portable. It's a living document, the Comet Standard itself, so it can flex with the future changes in the industry. And it's all based on something called atomic data. So atomic data is the smallest piece of information we can get. Um, If we break down a title, it would be like Batman number 147 dash, Joker year one um, bracket, B cover Capullo version variant, right? Every one of those things is a discrete thing, so Batman is one thing, number 147, B-Cover, Capullo variant, like all those things should be discrete so that we can reassemble it however we want to. Um, So that leads to the key types of data and their owners. We've identified three different pieces of data. There's Essential and core data, which are the responsibility of the publisher. Essential is the bare data that we need um, that that we need in order to get a product created. So it's literally title, UPC code, and price. Without any one of those things, we can't really create a product in the system. The UPC or ISBN is the primary identifier that we use all along. I'm going to interject for one second. Coliseum says, I'm working on something else. Do you mention a time st- standard? So you're soaking in it right now. Um, we've already started implementing it. Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, different places are, are really pushing it. Year one was identifying it. Year two is going to be implementing it. Um, our goal is that by the end of 2025, everybody will have adopted it. But my aggressive goal is to start using it as soon as possible. Uh, and I'm gonna go over a couple of ways that we're gonna use it um, at the end of this part. Um, so essential data, core data is everything that a publisher would use to describe a product. So it's everything that's, um, everything like uh, series title, um, series code, uh, uh, gosh, I'm trying to think, variant name, um, storyline, Storyline sequence like where does this fit in a storyline all that kind of stuff as well and extended data is the data managed by the distributor and it's essentially how you order a thing and what the qualifiers and discount codes and everything are. um so we, we made a big play about UPCs and ISPN. Um, they're unique. Don't reuse them. We see this all the time, especially like smaller publishers like KeenSpot will reuse something that they've canceled. And because that's already in our system, then it gets stomped over and you can't. And it's a long story. It's terrible though. It's terrible practice. Please don't do it. Um, we talked about categorization and using BISACs. So that's the book industry study group, um, stuff that is already be, being used by the comics industry for the book trade. Uh, it just gives us a lot more like with comics right now, there are 12 overall categories. And I want to say like, I want to say 22 genres. I don't think it's that many. I think it's like 14 genres. So that gives us like a total of 24 things you can categorize by with bisacks comics alone have, I think a hundred and something. So it really lets you narrow things down and you can have up to three bisacks per title, (coughs) which means you can have, um, you know, war comic and then you can drill down and say that it's a, uh, 1970s war comic and then you can drill down a little bit more and say that it's a 1970s fantasy war war comic if you want to describe um ghost tank let's say right uh so yeah it gives us more granularity i guess and more ga- granularity really really matters on the internet because when you have things like faceted search which sometime i'll i'll show you kind of how to enable that kind of stuff it lets you really narrow things down so yeah, this is super big. Uh, BISAC and the Book Industry Study Group have committed to um, really putting some time into uh, to comics. So that's awesome. And then we said, by the way, UPCs are, <laughs> are unique. Because um, we really, really need this to get through to people. Please don't reuse UPCs. Uh, So I built a little website, which you can find today at cometstandard.com. Over the next coming weeks and months, this website is going to get way more uh, in-depth. We're going to put all 108 uh, metadata items on the website in a knowledge base so that you can search for them. And if you want to know, like, what is the proper formatting of a creator code, uh, we'll have that information there. So all that stuff will be there. Uh, Right now, it's all there a little bit unstructured. So uh, a couple of things are in PDFs that I don't want to be in PDFs in the long-term, but uh, I built it in a day. So, hey, hey, and it's an awesome site. It's fast. It's searchable. It is all the things that I do with all the websites that I build. Um, you know, your websites that are on Shopify get found online because the same SEO principles that we use to create all the managed comics items are in place on your, on your website. And that's why when you have ultimate Spider-Man number two on your website, it is one of the first sites that comes up for um, ultimate Spider-Man two in your area. So that's the same with how we've built this site. It's all searchable and uh, all that good stuff is happening as well. We also created a little something called the comic code, which is a code that we are asking distributors, publishers, retailers, and software developers to sign that just says that you support this. Uh, and and that's going to let us get logos on the website. We want to have logos on the website, but we want to have you know permission to use those logos. So you're going to see more and more of those logos over time. In terms of the next steps, distributors are working first to con- convert their current files to the new format structure by the end of 2024. Um, we will have full adoption in the next month or so within managed comics and what we're going to do is basically restructure our database so that it uses um uh comet and we will just format any files that come in into the Comet standard anything that's missing we'll just leave null for now but like the existing file uh structures all all are in comment we've just added a bunch of stuff and kind of tweak some stuff as well publishers are going to redouble their attention to providing correct correct and complete data as described in the standard point of sale system software providers will uh, work to code ingestion pipelines for the new format structure by the end of 2024 um we will be ready way before that and i'm going to talk about a big project that we're going to do which will help with this Publishers and distributors will then work together to supply additional comment standard data fields that are not currently be supplied. So over the next year, we're gonna identify stuff that we need to add and we're gonna build that stuff as well. And if you're interested in this, if you're a nerd and you wanna get involved, you can. You just go to commentstandard.com contact, fill out the form and get involved. And yeah, that's kind of it. And we talked a little bit about our Data Bros podcast where we're going to talk with Katie and uh, Jess from who are the other two members of the um, the Comet Standard. So yeah, that's pretty exciting. And that's going to do that. The very last thing that I'm going to go through is this is just the presentation that we gave at uh, Comics Pro. You all probably know this, but just in case you don't, uh, Manage comics, subscription management on your website versus on another website like Previews World. So that means it's part of your website and you're getting all the traction of customers to your website. You own your own customers. All the data is maintained by us and you don't have to worry about all this stuff we're talking about with Comet. It's multi-distributor ready uh, and we even support universal distribution in Canada. Fully support them including FOCs now, um, it's all built on Shopify. One of the interesting things about Shopify that's actually really annoying for me, but is super good for you as a, as a customer, our app is continuously tested by a third party software review team for security and stability. If our website isn't, if our pages aren't fast and our, uh, we fail any of their security audits, um, we get taken out of the app store, which doesn't affect you because you've already got the app, but it means we can't sell new. Uh, we can't sell the new people. So we're incentivized to keep the app up to date to make sure it's fast. We failed our speed test once. And it sucked uh we were out of the app store for like three days as we fixed the speed test so we now make sure that the the site is super snappy occasionally it'll be slow and it's usually because there's like some sort of weird internet thing going on but by and large um our system is faster than any of the other comics related systems that i've seen and i think a lot of that is because if we are not we get in trouble um and shopify is a hundred billion dollar company that focuses on commerce and and commerce exclusively uh they're not doing it as a side project as part of their you know actual business so they have done a ton of things in the last year around tax nexuses and all that good stuff as well and i just trust that they know what they're doing when it comes to some of the things that could get me in jail uh you know with taxes and things like that way more than I could ever do it. It's a continuously updating platform, uh, and I think it's, it's super powerful. I love Shopify. Uh, if you asked me last year, I would have said I don't love it as much, but it's really, really improved in a year. Uh, we have more than 190 stores. We've got uh, 164 using 2.0 as of today, and we have an additional 31, I think using our old version, which I need to get them all off by the end of the year. So if you are on here and you're a 1.0 user, let's figure out what your roadmap to getting to 2.0 is. Uh, We get amazing reviews. Our our reviews are readily available on the website. I think we actually have 14 now, uh, five-star reviews. By the way, if you're using Managed Comics and you love it, leave us a review. You just go to... uh, shopify .shopify apps.shopify.com search up manage comics and you'll be able to leave a review we really appreciate it every review helps because it means people see you know how great it is if you have bad things to say about it maybe tell me first and we'll try and fix them before you go leaving a review um yeah we've got amazing engagement the people that like i love being at comics pro because i get to talk to people who use our stuff and they tell us how much they like it and some of them tell us what they don't like and i love that and a couple of people are like yeah i'm having this problem i'm like oh that's an easy fix like just drop me a line and i'll fix it for you um one i think it was uh planet comics was saying that their button on products wasn't showing up it's a super easy problem it's the the uh JavaScript is is not targeting properly. It takes 13 seconds to fix. So I said, shoot me a help ticket and we'll we'll get that fixed. So yeah, I like I like hearing issues that we can solve. Um, da, da, da. Yeah, things like this. Doug Sims from Heroes and Games said this app is the best reason to use Shopify. Sports the best I've ever encountered. App makes getting new customers so easy. We're signing up customers daily. Simon Thornton from Comics and Pop in Australia said, even as an international store located in Australia, this app is great. One of the best additions to our store we've ever made. Managed Comics saves heaps of time and headache. Dev team super invested in listening, updating, and fixing to make this the best app for comic stores. And we do that with ludicrous levels of support. We answer stuff quickly, uh, as quickly as we can, even when I'm in Pittsburgh. And we've got a five-person team, uh, me, Craig in marketing, Taras in system development, Natalia, who's our lead programmer, and Max, who's doing our data updates. Plus, we have a secret team of six people um, who are store owners who help vet our roadmap and make sure that what we're working on makes sense. Um, And we are agile, and we move as the market needs us to. And then what do you need? Shopify uh, Shopify ranges, I found out from 29 USD. If you pay by the year to 79 USD. So if you're not using Shopify right now, there you go. Uh, the, there's a free version of the point of sale. And then there's a paid version as well. And that's that. So we've got, it looks like we have 33 entries and I'm going to use a, the Google random number generator, 33. And we're going to generate a number and our winner is number nine. And number nine is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Charles Boyer. So Charles Boyer, you are the winner of two months free managed comics. You're going to get a one-on-one meeting with us. And you're also going to have a, uh, uh, Shopify theme install. If you, if you'd like me to get in there and fix up your theme and make it super awesome. So, uh, that is our contest Let me Make that go away. So that's going to do it for all of this stuff. Does anybody have any questions? I know I'm going to scroll way back. Cause there was a question way, way at the beginning that I said, I would talk to about later wanted to re- recommend adding barcodes in the window when pulling orders they help me a lot when finding what cover to pull so you're saying that on the uh, pulls by date report or the the pulls date pulls report to add the barcode number I think that number is also on one of the CSVs um, we've tried to keep that thing fairly clean but definitely something we can look at any other questions folks? Stronghold says, "Congrats, Charles." Christina Strong says, "Great response time. Appreciate you." Conquest Publishing says, "That will be great for us." I'm not sure what that was. Uh, Anthony says, "Are you still looking for users who are interested in helping?" Absolutely. For um, if you're talking about comment standard, yeah, we uh, there's there's always. yeah, we can always use, uh, help. So if you go to cometstandard.com and then click on contact, uh, you can get involved. Looking forward to reading the white paper. Me too. Jason Sizemore says, be sure to leave a review today. Thank you so much. Not just gaming. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Um, well, I think if nobody else has any other questions, I'm going to wrap her up for the day. This went a lot longer than my, uh, than my usual 30 minutes. So we're at 50. Um, Lunatech said I saw nine. Oh, I was number nine. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, but you know what? Doesn't mean you can't still use manage Comics. And I'll gladly give you a one-on-one and talk to you. And uh, all you have to do is go to manage comicscom meeting if you want to have a one-on-one meeting with me. I do those all the time. And there there should be like a bunch of places all over our website that's got um my meeting info if i pop in oh man i had the screen up there shoot so if you if you're interested in getting a one-on-one meeting with me i think if you go to locations here there's a that's an actual calendar thing where you can actually book time with me um i think also the pricing page i know locations definitely has it I'm pretty sure the Pricings page has it somewhere. Maybe not. Locations has it. Um, and there's a couple other places here that that has it. I think about Managed Comics, maybe. No, maybe not. Um, I do know there's a couple places on the site where you can book a meeting with me. So feel, feel free to book a meeting. I will add it to the Features and Pricing page because it should be there. Um, yeah, and I'm happy to talk to you about your individual um, situation and and you know how we can help you oh lunatech yeah yeah you're at 4 p.m eastern so probably 1 p.m pacific looking forward to to meeting with you all right folks thank you so much for your time um and thank you for sticking around for 52 minutes with me and we will see you next time on meanwhile at manage comics All mm-hmm. right.